The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Good evening and welcome to the National Intel Report. I'm your host, Steve Elkins, and today's date is April 17th, 2023. Nice to be back in the saddle here again, doing what I do. Again, thank you for your all your well wishes and your prayers uh, through my ordeal for the last couple weeks. I appreciate all that. And still getting a lot of emails and questions about my status, what's going on. I'm not going to go into too much in that tonight because I did that pretty much the first hour, kind of gave you the heads up on my medical status in the first hour last night on the Off the Beaten Path show. So I'm not going to go into that tonight. But I did want to mention one last thing. I did mention that I believe our healthcare delivery system is broken. And I gave some prime examples of nursing failures that I recognized right off the bat. And I applied that to nursing students actually missing their clinicals. I can just imagine the physicians also missing their clinical time and rotation in a hospital and having to do things online, which is not going to really cut it and getting the experience that you need to actually take care of patients later on. I saw it firsthand, and it's quite uh, scary, quite alarming, that I was a guinea pig, and the on-the-job training will last for many, many years. And hospital administrations, their education department, is going to be taxed with trying to figure out how can I bring in this volume of nurses who are not educated yet to take care of patients, how can I train them efficiently, fast, and get them out there to be efficient? It's going to be tough. It's a tough call. Uh, If you work in education and a hospital, you may be listening to this program. Tell me what you think. Uh, I know you're seeing it. I saw it firsthand in nine days of people that were not quite up to par. And through my questioning and my Q&A sessions with them, I always found out it always came back to the education. They were cut short on their education through COVID-19. Lockdowns, you know, schools shut down and online training only is not going to cut it in the medical field. One thing I missed last night to discuss is a very important topic, a very important detail in, in medical health care. Actually, it's important in everything in your life. It's called communication. And you should be able to communicate appropriately to whoever you you're talking to and you should be able to understand in response to the other person coming back with whatever they have to say 
I found a communication huge lapse, at least in one nurse when I was in the hospital there. Very nice lady. Don't get me wrong. She was a nice, sweet woman. Young girl, probably 25, 20, 28 tops from Puerto Rico, whose English was, was terrible. I know people from Puerto Rico who speak English very well. I don't know how long she had been in this country, but her English was very poor. And I had a very a difficult time communicating with her, and she had a difficult time com- communicating with me. Well, that's something that should never happen in medicine. Communication is essential. And uh, this nurse could not communicate correctly. I was trying to elaborate, talk to her. She shook, you know, she would shake her head a little bit and like, I don't understand, I don't understand. I did have to say something about that one. And it was not personal. It is very professional because it's very important to be able to communicate your needs and to converse back and forth about your medical care and other questions you may have. Couldn't do that with this woman. To me, essentially, she was a night, what do you call the night watchman, you know, somebody we put in charge and hope and pray that nothing ever happens through the night. I've seen this in my career of 30 years. I've seen this before. People put into positions they're not trained for, and they simply guard. You know, they're the uh, the overnight uh, watchman, the guard. And they pray and they hope and they it's a very stressful life to be on the on the fence there to to be in a position of please God, don't let anything happen to my patient. I don't know how to take care of this. Uh, it's pretty sad if you're on the other end of that. And I've seen it before. It takes quite a long time to become a thorough, sound critical care nurse. It takes a lot of years, a lot of experience, a lot of extra education, not just a regular floor nurse. You can go anywhere you want to in the hospital. Once you're trained in ICU, you can go to ER, you can go anywhere. There's nothing that'll stump you once you have that education behind you. But I found the communication issue very, very alarming that this young nurse could not effectively communicate with me and I could not communicate with her. So I had to say something about that to the charge nurse and uh, where it went. I don't know. I, I know my physician, my surgeon was not happy with her. He called to get information in the middle of the night. How's my patient doing? How's Steve doing? And he had no clue what she was saying. Very frustrated. I've been there on that other end. Calling an Indian doctor in the middle of the night for patients, for orders on his patient. who was having issues and I could not understand them because he didn't speak English correctly, appropriately. Get them all angered and flustered, and they get all screaming at you, and they just hang the phone up on you, and then they come into the hospital and then write their orders. Now you have to battle through the language problem with the handwriting. Their handwriting is atrocious, too. So you make sure they don't leave the hospital until they can effectively tell you what they've just written and what you actually want, because now I have a hard time reading your handwriting. It's pretty sad. So they go to a digital age here. The digital age started probably back in 2010. Now you have these old doctors who have a problem communicating because of language barrier. Now they're doing the henpeck thing on the computer. They're, they're typing. They're henpecking. They've never taken a typing lesson in their life. No idea how to type. It's probably one of the best tools I've ever learned in school back in ninth grade. Fulton Junior High School, we all had to take typing class. Everyone had to take typing. And I thought at the time, man, this is this sucks. This is not right. You know, I'm typing, that's for girls, you know, and shorthand, all that stuff. 
Well, you had to take typing. Everybody had to take typing. You know what? Thank you, Mrs. Bland. Uh, she taught me well. I love typing. It's so much faster. I'm pretty dang good at it. And uh, it's something that came in very, very handy in a college. Uh, no more writing things out. I typed up. All my term papers typed up nice. And, and it didn't take me very long to do so because I'm a pretty fast typer. So it's an essential tool, the typing. So, uh, again, another great tool. It's lost. Uh, they don't teach typing in school anymore. There's no typewriters. There's, I don't think there's anything doing with typing and, uh, and computers. It's just you learn on your own, I guess, or henpeck it. But uh, communication is very, very important, and uh, she failed on that part. Uh, I, I, I did lock horns with her. I, I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. She didn't quite understand. No, I'm not going to do that, no. Um, and I couldn't understand. I couldn't explain to her why I would not do what she asked me or, or tempted to make me do. Um, I'm glad it's over. It was nine days of um, interesting times. I don't know. It was a pincushion. You know, you go to the hospital, you're, you're leaking blood, you're, you're losing blood, you need blood, you get blood. And then I find myself every turn, somebody coming in my room and put your arm out and taking more blood, taking more blood, taking more blood. I was a, a damn pincushion for nine days. And at 4.10 every morning, the door would open up and I, right away it was lab. Lab came in. Here to draw blood, Mr. Elkins. Yeah, that's okay. Let me put my arm out here. Got to be a point where I just, like, you know, they just, they just do it. They just keep doing it. Keep drawing all the blood. And uh, it finally ended. Nine days, I finally said, here's my window of opportunity. I'm doing better. Things are all turning for me. And it's time to, to get out of the hospital so I get out. So nice, nice to get out. And get back in the studio and do what I like to do here and talk about the issues. Let's... Uh, Let's talk about something else that's interesting. I don't want to really talk too much about this. I think it is a diversion story, basically. It is a Democrat uh, agenda, no doubt about it. Anything, it's one of those agendas that's to point out if who opposes or who agrees or who opposes the agenda and then to go after you and demonize you and probably work on your ESG score to hurt you in some way where you can't climb the ladder to success. And I'm talking about this whole Budweiser beer controversy here. It continues on. It's, it continues on. And Budweiser brass are now pretty much unsure what to do. Do you fire this knucklehead, Elisa Heiderscheid? Do you fire this woman that you hired? You know, uh, are they going to do that? But that would actually admit in a mistake, would it not? They've made a mistake in hiring this woman and her, her agenda, her advertising campaign of inclusiveness. By the way, it's inclusiveness to one side only, the 9 or 10%, and alienate the 90%. So they'd fire this woman here. Now they can be labeled anti-transgender. It's, it's funny. It's comical in a way. I think if I were a comic writer, a skit writer on Saturday Night Live, I'd have a heyday with this, having so much fun with this transgender issue. And, and, and one of the hardest jobs nowadays we're going to see is a stand-up comedian to actually get up on stage and poke fun and have fun. I mean, what's, what a comedian does is poke at the vulnerabilities, the awkwardness, the, the irregularities of human mankind, or their, our behaviors. And it's fun. It's fun to watch and, and a good comedian have fun with picking on these little, little quirkinesses 
that we all seem to have, some people more than others. But there are actually other hands are now, now tied by the woke movement. You can't say that. You can't say that. That's, a, that's insulting. That's going to offend somebody. Well, that's what comedy does, actually. It offends some people, the thin-skinned people it offends. But the most of us, we get it. We laugh. We have a good time. We hearty, hearty, ha-ha, funny. That's great stuff. And we repeat it if it's good enough material and tell somebody else about it. But uh, yeah, that's, that's probably one of the toughest jobs you can have right now. So talking about celebrities and uh, Whoopi Goldberg, Whoopi Goldberg, Libtard, Libtard, Whoopi Goldberg. I like to call her Libtard because she really is the view, the view. What, what a joke. Four women with one view. They all have the same kind of mindset. Not one can think outside the box. Not one is educated enough to really talk on any one subject. They really are not the view. It's one view. It's not the view. plural. It's the view. Well, Libtard, Whippy Goldberg, yeah, the black woman who thinks that she's Jewish because she calls herself Goldberg now, her real name being Karen. Oh, isn't that great? She's a Karen. Karen Elaine Johnson. Well, she says, what's all this hoopla about the Budweiser beer? It's just a beer. Why do we, uh, why, why is there a problem? Why are we making this political? And the question all came back to her from, from one of the other talking heads on Real America's Voice said, so wait a minute here. If we reverse this and said we had, instead of a transgender Dylan Mulvaney advertising the product, what if you had Donald Trump Jr. on there advertising Budweiser beer? Would you have a problem with that? Well, yeah, yeah of course she would, because that's political. Uh, again, the libtards don't see anything. We don't see eye to eye on anything. These people lack logic and rationale. Liberalism is a mental disorder. It is a mental disorder. I know liberals, die-in-the-wool liberals, that will never, ever leave this party. I have no idea why anybody would be in the party of the Democrat Party. What lures you in? What keeps you in this party? I have no clue. Your party stands for everything. It has no standard. It is lowering the bar. And you guys still want to stay with your party. It's the best party. Well, look around. Look around. This country is going to hell in a handbasket here. The economy is tanking. We're about ready to get into another war, another Vietnam and Ukraine here. Oh, and yes, we are in Ukraine John Kirby said it. We weren't, but we are in Ukraine. Oh, wait a minute. They're just advisors. They're advisors. That's another name for Merck, by the way, mercenary. Uh, but the advisors are there just doing the accounting, making sure the supplies are going where they are. Uh, you don't send special ops to do accounting, okay? These are mercenaries. They are in, engaged in the war in Ukraine. They are fighting Russians. How do we know that? Well, because we had a Pentagon leaker. A Pentagon leaker, a whistleblower, somebody that we should actually celebrate, celebrate that somebody had the guts to actually release the truth. Another Julian Assange, another Chelsea Manning, another Edward Snowden here. This guy here was his name, Jack Texaria or something like that. It's kind of an odd name. But uh, whether he did it alone or he's working with others, there's there's thought that there's actually several people that were involved in this uh, breach of security, which I still find it very difficult to believe. You could be at the Air National Guard and somehow tap into the Pentagon's war room 
and find out classified information. I still have an issue with that. And then just uh, put your little USB drive in there. What are you doing there, Jack? Well, I'm just uh, loading some stuff on my little USB drive here and uh, nothing else to look at. Okay, all right, have a good time, have a good night. And uh, and then take it out and then release it to somebody else. I don't believe he that he acted alone. I believe there are probably several people involved in this. But then again, if you think about it, it's always the same old scenario. We need one fish to fry. Two don't fit in the pan. We need one fish to put in that pan to fry up. And that's all that's going to happen. They're going to fry this little guy and uh, charge him with espionage, uh, violating the Espionage Act, and send him to prison for a long, long time. Probably even send him to Abu Ghraib. Maybe they'll send him to some little black site outside the country, torture prison and waterboard him or something. I don't know. Uh, don't put it past these people at all. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is an agenda. This is another agenda. And the Democrats, could they have not found somebody else? <laughs> as far as the transgender, transgender foo-foo boy, couldn't they have found anybody else? They had to pick the, the biggest pansy on the planet with the bubbles and the, everything in the, in the tub. They had to find the biggest pansy they possibly could to pitch their agenda. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's quite, it's quite uh, laughable. Like I said, if I worked for Saturday Night Live, I would have a heyday with this, with the old Lorne, Lorne, uh, what's his last name there, did the, he's still part of it, Lorne, I'll think of it, can't think of him, senior moment, but uh, again, they're doing this to find out who agrees and disagrees, and of course, applying probably the ESG scoring system to us, for those who are outspoken and disagreeing with this agenda. It's just another agenda by the Democrats. It is a agenda of the Democrats, flat out. Um, there's one nice thing that we all have, and I really embrace this, and I practice this. We have the power of boycott. We have the power of boycott. Yes, yes, and you should use it. Apply it to all those things political that you disagree with. Apply it with everything you disagree with. Hey, they do. They do it all the time. You know, bake me a LGBT gay wedding cake. I'm sorry, I can't do that. Uh, it's against my religion. I'm going to target you. I'm going to ruin your life. I'm going to drag you through the courts. I'm going to make you go bankrupt. These people do this. That's what they do. They could have gone to 12 other bakeries and found somebody to bake in the cake. But no, it's because you denied them their way. And now I'm going to target you and ruin your life. That's the kind of people these are. These are really nasty, mean people. And uh, so you have the power of boycott. Boycott these people. And please, please don't return. Uh, that it's, it's ineffective if you return to the corporation that really crapped on you to begin with, insulted your intelligence. Don't return back to them. Find alternatives to what the product you're looking for. Find alternatives and go with that alternative. Uh, if you don't like, if you like Bush beer, well, I'm sure there's a lot of other beers out there. You know, there's a lot of beer out there. There's a lot of beer. And you simply find the alternative to that. But don't go back because then your boycott really wasn't quite effective. You got to stick with the boycott. All right, I'll hear the music there. It's our little break time here. I'll be back with more news. Got some great stuff to talk about. I got a lot of information here, and we'll get into it. Phone lines are open, 512-248-8252. Stick around. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. 
Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. man rush limbaugh here to do this uh, kind of intro here uh, well um a little bit more to say on this whistleblower here from the pentagon here these uh, 21 year air national guard guardsman jack tex texiera or something like that i guess that's how it's pronounced young good guy i uh, had a kick of watching the the theater reminded much much of Reminded me quite a bit of Mar-a-Lago, you know, and uh, the arrest of Donald Trump and actually not arrest, but just the, the rating of his 
his property to get the documents here, the whole theater, the scripted theater of how the mainstream media was there with their cameras rolling. Of course, they had all these guys decked out in full dress and like riot gear. And I have no idea why you need to be in riot gear when you storm the, the, the ex-president's house to reach, receive documents. It's not like he had an army there that was going to protect the documents and shoot back. But it's all scripted theater. And they did the same thing with this 21-year-old here. Of course, they got him outside his residence there. And the uh, the four full-body armored uh, soldiers there, I guess, helmets and guns pointed at the guy, walking backwards with his hands behind his neck here. Uh, I mean, so scripted. The guy the guy may have uh, leaked some secrets. Uh, you know, it's, it's ridiculous, the whole theater here, building it up, the story for the news, the mainstream media. But the government hates the whistleblower. They really do. They hate the whistleblower that exposes their lies, their crimes, and their atrocities. And they hate that. It's actually it's interesting because we have National Whistleblower Day. I can't remember what day it is. I'll have to look it up again. But they, every year they recognize, oh, it's National Whistleblower Day, along with everything else. Every day has a spe- special day. I, I can't remember what, what day is the National Ice Cream Day. I'm sure Joe Biden knows that. But National Whistleblower Day, where they recognize the the good deeds of the whistleblower that's bringing attention to a crime or something that's causing uh, harm to people in general, and they're bringing light of it. And look, this has happened here, and it's a good thing. It's a nice attaboy here, and now we'll correct we'll correct the situation, fix it. So there is a National Whistleblower Day. But this guy doesn't fit in the category. He doesn't fit in the category because he has just embarrassed the United States government. He's embarrassed the Biden administration. He's embarrassed the mainstream media because what he's leaked out, everything he's leaked out, it shows there's a collaboration, a conspiracy between the mainstream media and this government. They are holding hands. They're in bed. I don't know who's on top and who's on bottom, but they're in bed together. Okay? Flat out, that's the way it is. And it should be shamed, ashamed. Mainstream media should be ashamed. They have really no no credibility anymore. They have had no credibility for a long period of time. And uh, and so now we know for sure that the leaked information shows a collaboration effort between the mainstream media and this government. They lied to you about COVID. They've lied to you about everything mass. They've lied to you about vaccines, safe and effectiveness. They're lying to you now about Ukraine winning the war against Russia. They're lying about the death toll, which now turns out to be a seven to one ratio. Uh, Dr. Not Dr. But Colonel Douglas McGregor would definitely dispute these bogus lowball numbers that they're throwing out there on the war dead as far as Ukrainians. And of course, they've hyped up the number of dead on the Russian side here. But this 21 year old kid has revealed information showing that, yes, the Biden administration has been lying to you, and the mainstream media has been complicit in helping them lie to you on everything. Mainstream media is being paid off. There's no Operation Mockingbird. They are a willing, compliant entity of the misinformation, disinformation machine at Washington here, no doubt about it. They are in the business of covering up, being paid up for covering up for for 
you name it, everything. Hunter Biden. They want to talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. No, we, we don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about Donald Trump. We want to talk about his taxes. We want to talk about how he treats women. We want to talk about this and that. Everything. It's such a biased, biased media today. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I don't watch it. I scan it once in a while because I have to re to report on it. But it is embarrassing. These people that they go up there every day and they go on the attack and they have nothing credible. They don't have anything, so they manufacture an incident. They manufacture everything. They manufacture news. News is entertainment to these people. It's not to me. It's information gathering, so I'm better informed so I can make a better decision. These people, it's, it's entertainment. Let's see what we can manufacture today. Let's get uh, the, the new, the new low-hanging fruit is this. Let's go after this. And there's no credibility. There's no accountability. And just try to sue them. Try to sue them. They'll say, well, we had uh, some misinformation, one of our sources. And it always seems to be pawned off on a source of information that just turns out not to be reliable. And they're never held accountable. Well, do your homework. On the other side of the coin here, they go after you. If you did that and you made a mistake, they'll go after you. Even though if you might say, I'm sorry I made a mistake, they don't care. We're going to sue you. We're going to sue you in a court of law. And uh, and they do. That's the way these people are. The libtards have a double set of standards, a double standard altogether. And so uh, this whistleblower is not a good guy. They've painted him already the picture. He's a, he's a lying mega hat uh, scumbag. He hates his government. He likes guns. He's a racist, he's uh, not a patriot, and uh, he's going away for a long time. Short commercial break, we'll be right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. 
It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. You're tuned in to the National Intel Report, the real talk radio show, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. manufacture story, a fake news story, which they're famous for. And right now, it looks like Fox News and Dominion lawsuit is on the back burner for at least 24 hours. I'm not sure what's going on there, but uh, maybe cutting a deal outside of outside of court, uh, out, of, out of court settlement type situation here. Or is, uh, is Fox backing down? I don't know. But uh, remind me, uh, let me be reminded, uh, did Fox News, it wouldn't Tucker Carlson and maybe Sean Hannity, did they not talk about 2,000 mules? The stealing of the 2020 election, did they not talk about that? Sure they did. Uh, a very sound documentary on the stealing of this election, how they did it using mules. And uh, so Dominion has uh, actually filed a lawsuit against Fox News. $1.5 million is in jeopardy here. And I, I assume that Fox News has that kind of cash if they have to pay out. But I think maybe they also fear fear the possibility that uh, buying off a, a liberal jury will definitely seal their fate and they'll end up paying out that $1.5 billion in a judgment, $1.6 billion actually. Uh, that's probably something they worry about. Um Something to think about. I don't know what's going on here. But like I said, the 2,000 Mules, to me, was a sound documentary on the theft of the election. And uh, I, it really didn't get enough traction. It, uh, a lot of people seen it. We've all seen it. Those who have seen it said, yes, I agree 100%. The election was stolen. But uh, to the minds, uh, to the people that really matter, the judicial, the judges who seem to say, no, don't see it, don't see it. Uh, well, that's all very purposeful. These people were all put in place in position in these key areas to not see the information, not see the evidence of election fraud. That was their purpose, to put them in these places here, these key states, and that's why the election was stolen. 
I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, what's the purpose of all this uh, voting in the future primaries, all these stif- different things? That's kind of the topic that uh, was talked about a little bit today, and I started thinking about it. So, yeah, who, who likes standing in line and voting and then getting out of line and finding out that the election was flipped in favor of the other guy? Well, you just wasted your time here. You stood in line for, what, an hour or so? You went in there honest and you pitch your, uh, your your candidate down there, and you thought you were in, in fairness and honesty. The system was would be fair and honest, and it turns out it's anything but that. And uh, you've got election software through Dominion, Smartmatic. You've got 2,000 mules, many different ways, ballot stuffing, ballot generating, all these different ways to steal an election. And when you get done, you think you've done your patriotic duty. You voted for the, the president of the United States, a very important thing to do. You voted for the man and then you turn around and find out you were cheated. Um, not a good feeling. Not a feeling that you want to say, you know what, I'm going to do it again in four more years. I'm going to do it again. Why? Uh, isn't that the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Why are we thinking about this? Now, I, I, we've talked about it here before, and I've talked about it. So I'm blue in the face. Election integrity. Election integrity. Yes, we need it election integrity. How can we get it with a rigged system and a rigged court system? How can we do this? The impossible almost. I'm I'm still beating my head against the wall trying to figure out how can we stop the election fraud? How can we make it fair and honest? How can we do these things? I don't know. I don't know. Without a revolution and blood drawn, I don't know offhand. Maybe you have an answer for me. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Patrick in Texas. Patrick, welcome to the show. Yeah, uh, Steve. Um, it was uh, Steve Stars had a, a guest on Miss Miss Farman, and, and she was talking about this law firm who uh, he they, they represent all of the five G telecommunications companies. Yep. yep. Uh, the um, you know the uh, uh, mandates. You know, where they just they just tell these governors, you know, go ahead and issue this order, even though you don't have the authority to make law like that. Um, and uh, it's all started, well, it's been in the works for a long time, but it, it comes uh, to a real powerful point whenever uh, FDR called all the uh, uh, attorney generals and law professors together and says, we're going to have military-style courts, and I don't care what you call them. Uh, there was a guy in the uh, uh, the cover of Food from a Poisonous Tree who said he he, he, he was going to go to law school in the Second World War. When he got out, right at FDR's term, he uh, he noticed that uh, the 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 uh, whenever you uh, submit uh, you know uh, um, to the court your paperwork, you know the the plaintiff and this it's a, it's in the form of a common law uh, pleadings, and he said he noticed right then and there he changed from common law. The statutory pleadings. So he noticed that change. It occurred. And there was uh, Jim Fetcher. Professor Jim Fetcher said the biggest problem with the, with the court systems is, is this is these uh, 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 these um, these uh, the attorney the judges make uh, their own determination. Yeah. Uh, statutory uh, rulings, or I think you call it. Uh, and uh, so, you know, and that's what they're doing. They're not supposed to do that. They're supposed to be as kept under the Seventh Amendment. You know, as, uh, uh, according to the common law, you know, judges are only under uh, under twenty dollars. 
Yeah, that's the way it was set up. We, we knew because the, the, the King George and all, they, they were like tyrants. You know, these judges were like kings. And, uh, and we didn't have sick of it. And that's why they held them at bay. Okay, you're not, if you want to come here, it's only $20. And otherwise, it's going to be, the, that jury is going to be the judge. Mm-hmm. Um, they went around all that, you know, as you see. And, uh, and now that we also are using, um, not, uh, this statutory stuff, which is actually, this was the government and, uh, is for corporations. Uh, and our law is the Bill of Rights. That's what we, we, you know, we, we said, you know, in the, um, uh, Madison's ninth. You know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you have rights uh, not enumerated shall be denied or disparaged. You know, and that was it. You didn't say anything about, you know, uh, you know, whether the courts are going to do this, that, or the other thing. No. Uh, that, that's our law. You know? So, yeah. Uh, so that, that, that's where they're going. Uh, that's what they've done. They, but to try to beat our system, they're going against a lot of big money. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They sure are. They are at that. Anything else, Patrick? I'm gonna I'm gonna stay right there on that on that. Though. I was gonna talk about the medicine, when, you know, like the allopathy, you know, like, and uh, that's what they are using all these invasive chemicals. But in the olden days, it was all herbal, and uh, they were highly successful. But you can't make no money by by you know uh, you know attending and nurturing people. You know, it's much easier to just give them some pills and kick them out the door. You know, yeah. I, I think we need to get back to that. That's that's my only thing, and we do. This could go to. Uh, as Patrick Henry says, you know, when parents only understand one thing in force, you know, unfortunately, I, they don't seem to uh, just do a, do a catch the grip to what, what we want or what, yeah. our, uh, what we want. So, um, that, you know, uh, you know saying, politicians, uh, if you look at their, their records, uh, what they campaign on and what they actually give you back to their constituents, their voters, they give you about 10 percent. So they really renege on quite a bit, and they, you know, it's quite obvious they're working for the corporations. There's a lot of money under the table. Corporations have a way of uh, buying off the politicians. That's why I've always liked term limitations, so we could cut the sever the cord between the corporation and the politician. But that's never going to happen because the politicians will vote on that or vote against it. Uh, they like that idea of of staying in forever for career politicians. I think it's a bad idea. I like the idea yeah. of the statesman do one one or two uh, terms and you're out. You're done. You've done your duty, your patriotic duty. You've helped your community. Now it's somebody else's turn to take over and do a job. But uh, that's you know, these people go into office. I mean, look at Joe Biden's career. What was it 41 years in government? The guy's never held a steady job in his whole entire life. He's always been on the government dole. And we have lots of politicians. Uh, what was it uh, in Utah? What was his name? Uh, passed away a while back um i'll think of it as a songwriter also uh we have career politicians um nobody wants to nobody wants to even bring it up and if they do bring it up it's shot down pretty fast term limitations it's a it's a bad system it's a rigged system it's a system that's not working for the american people but working for the corporation patrick i thank you for your call you have a great okay. night Bye-bye. we go back to the phones and let's talk to roger in ohio Roger, are you there? Yes, yes Steve. Uh, I just want to put in a couple of two cents worth here of a. Uh, oh, my give me cancer. twenty-five cents. Don't give me a couple cents. Give me twenty-five cents. <laughs> uh, well, inflation has already gone rampant, right? Okay. Uh, well, when I went through my chemo uh, treatment, uh, they went and gave me a PET scan, 
when I was yeah. uh, halfway through, make sure there was no more uh, cancer cells in my body. Mm-hmm. And for some strange reason, my doctor had done twice. And uh, any patient that did, they did find any cancer cells whatsoever, they had to go through the stem cells. Right. And that was uh, quite a procedure. And I was going to say, uh, I was watching Dollar Vigilante with Jed Berwig, and uh, he was getting some stem cells down Mexico. And so he was kind of advocating the stem cells down there, said it was, he highly recommended it. And um, they also have the, the vitamin C IV that they, they do quite often in Canada. Yeah. And uh, my cancer, you, my You don't mind me asking, how many... Uh... How long were your sessions? How many? How many months? How long did it? How long did your chemo last? Your well, sessions? it was. Uh, I was. I went to the doctor, and uh, they did. They, I couldn't. My left nostril kept draining all the time, and this happened. This went on like three, four months, and then they find a CAT scan, and the lower cavity below my left eye was full of a tumor. Okay. And so they went and they did all the tests and and second week of June, because when they give you that chemo, it's really hard on your heart, so they're always checking your heart out real good, went through the nuclear medicine, and by the end of June, I I had a metaphor put in my chest, and so the way the university hospital in Cleveland does it, you go in for four days, and they give you the chemo for for the four days, 24-7, then they kick you out for two weeks, then you go back in, they do this six times. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's nasty and everything, but, you know, you can put up with it. How uh, so, how long ago was this? What, what, what this year are we talking two, about here? 2018, and what they call it is called chop and it's done worldwide. And uh, while you're in there and while they're giving you the poison, they give you the mega doses of steroids, so your yeah. body absorbs all that poison. And uh, by the third or fourth time, I, I was pretty weak. I had a, the wife had to shove me over in the wheelchair to go get my treatment, but I could drive and everything. But yeah. it's just nasty and everything. But um, <clears throat> I'm supposed to stay clean for five years. That's the average. Okay. And if I did the stem cells, they said ten years. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's, you got really. I mean, I would be eating ultra clean, uh, cutting oh. back on the calories and. Yeah. And doing everything, you know, and my uh, my doctor, my cancer doctor, she, she said, you know, women with breast cancer used to drop like flies until they came up with Herceptin, I think is the drug they use. Yeah. And she said, that's what saved, you know, save all the women now. Yeah. And um, then they went and put me on a maintenance drug, and it was like $8,000 a month. And I found it online for $800 a month, a low dosage, but I decided not to do that. So it's a, it's a, um, they say one out of three people, you know, has cancer and they pro- project one out of two. So it's a, it's something that I would, you know, you, you try to do everything you can and, you know, mm-hmm. the supplements that you can find yeah. to, to, you know, fight it off and, yeah. and build your system back up. That's, that's well, I'm, I I'm meeting with my doctor tomorrow, my surgeon, but I'm meeting with my other doctor next week. So um, definitely going to look at all options on the table here and get a second and third opinion and see what needs to be done. Um, 
That's I'm a bit worried about it. To be honest with you, I'm a little worried about that whole six section there doing that. Uh, we'll see. I'm not going to count it out. I'm not going to say 100% yes right now. I can't. I, I think I need to take all the information I can in and decide what's the best treatment for me. We'll see. Well, I, I hope, hope for the – as far as the politics, you know, Cook County back in 1960, uh, Kennedy was supposed to steal the election from Nixon. Yeah. Right. And Cook County and West Virginia was supposed to have some shenanigans going on there. And they got all these counties, you know, that are completely run by Democrats. And who's going to waste their time voting for president in 2024 when they when they haven't fixed anything? I know that's what that's what was the uh, the topic of the day on Real America's Voice. What's the purpose of having primaries? What's the purpose of a candidate uh, addressing what he stands for? What's the purpose of uh, a candidate of the party debating another candidate of the same party, and then later on? At the final, uh, debating the other side, the Democrats, if the system is all fixed and rigged and ready to go here, we're simply going to have the same situation we had in 2020. And imagine, imagine Donald Trump being that candidate and having the election stolen for a second time at a time where our economy is tanking, the economy is terrible, everything is going wrong, and still Donald Trump can't beat the guy who's destroyed the economy. It's a no-brainer that it's it's a stolen election, a rigged election when something like that happens. But what's going to happen if that happens a second time? Donald Trump will have to, an embarrassment, move to a different country. But what's going to happen to this country? I mean, are we going to see a revolution? Are people going to say that's enough? I've had enough of this. This is stolen. There's no way a guy who ruins the country gets reelected back in. What's going to happen? And well, the whole system is rigged, and the judicial is rigged, and I, I it, it baffles me, it angers me because I don't have any answers of how to how to make this fair and honest. America is in dire straits right now. We are a nation in distress, and if this is flipped again in 2024. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe the revolution, that's what's going to happen. The revolution will start. Um, I don't know why would you obey rule of law. If they steal things and they can do whatever they want, what's my incentive for following a rule of law? Why do I want to follow laws? Why? They don't follow laws. So at that point, our Constitution pretty much disappears. Our Bill of Rights disappears. The Constitution is gone. It's torn up. The government tore it up. They're the authoritarians now. A dictatorship, a police state. We've become a police state. And those who rebel against it uh, are fired upon or spend the rest of our lives in prison. FEMA camps for being uh, resisting. It's a, it's a scary situation. Roger, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? 
Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Extendivite, a seven-herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patients' health, more doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history, but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure and natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica, another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret. S-U-S-A-N-A-S-Secret.com. That's 512-248-8252. What's on your mind today? Well, we're talking about this election fraud again, the system being rigged for – it's still in place. I don't expect anything different to happen in 2024. I expect another rigged election, another stolen election. Where is that going to put us? What are we going to do about it? What's in place? What can we take out of place to make this fair and honest? I 
This is the $64,000, million question here of how to make something fair and honest. I, I'm, I'm lapsing in, uh, in ideas of how to fix this when the judicial is, is fixed and rigged also. It's, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating to stand in line and to vote, to do what you think is the right thing to do, patriot, patriotic thing to do, to, to vote for your president. And it turns out, uh, or, or they're either senators also or congressmen, and uh, it turns around they just, they, they, no, we've made the decision for you. And uh, I can't remember who said, I think it was Mark Twain, if, it, if voting really mattered, they wouldn't let you do it. And I think that's pretty much right. I think that's a correct statement. Uh, <clears throat> if it mattered, they wouldn't let you do it. So it's it's rigged. It's a rigged system. Let's talk about uh, whether you like this guy or not. And I'm not a big fan of Elon Musk, but I got to say sometimes uh, he he says the right thing. He seems like an, an upstanding kind of guy. You know, at times he seems like, oh, he's He's really grounded. He's not this um, big ego. He's not like Donald Trump and the the big massive head here. Uh, yes, he's a very very wealthy man, one of the probably the richest in the world, in the top two or three, <clears throat> definitely. But uh, his um, mission statement of buying Twitter and the Twitter files and releasing all this information uh, of how social media was working with the mainstream media and this administration to basically spread a lot of misinformation, disinformation, propaganda to hurt the other side. It's quite, it's, it's, I'm glad it came out. I mean, now we knew it existed. We knew it, what we were going to find out, but now it's conclusive. The information's out there that there was a conspiracy, yes, conspiracy, two or more who conspire to defraud for personal gain. We had plenty of players out there who were conspiring to <clears throat> steal this election, and they did it. They did it successfully. They, they did it. They stole it, and nothing could be done about it. Uh, Elon Musk taking attack on NPR, and I thank him for that. I can't stand NPR. I remember back in my early days of college, uh, going to school, I'd have my radio on, and somehow, some way, it just always seemed to be one of the things you do while you're on your way to school, listen to some radio and maybe some interesting talk. And uh, Terry Gross, uh, if you've ever seen her, she's nothing to look at. She actually is quite gross, uh, not attractive at all for a female. Um, nice voice, though. Nice voice. It's, it's interesting. You know, the, it's like the fat lady in opera. Beautiful voice. You see her and you're going, ooh, wow. I guess I don't want to see you after. I, I'd rather hear you. Uh, NPR, Fresh Air, her show. And uh, let me get back. I'm going to talk about Elon Musk taking on NPR. Stay tuned. Second hour coming up. It's the least we can do for the red, white, and blue. We must take America back. We must take America back. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. 
Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile Oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit RepublicBroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth. 